Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. This is episode 48 of the Real Flicks podcast. We are joined by a very special guest tonight. Josh Needle, back on the show. We promised. We've uh, He's back. He's better than ever. Mr. Needle, welcome back. I'm, I'm happy to be back. And he has seen Interstellar again, and that's 10 out of 10. He told me that in confidence. He Snapchatted it to me, along with a picture of his poodle. But we're not going to get into that, that Josh has a poodle. What's his? What's your poodle's name, Josh? Well, he's a Labradoodle, not a poodle. Oh, you. It's, so it's half terrible, basically. Half... <laughs> it's an abomination. How dare you. I, every time I see a poodle, I want to punt it. But what's it, What's his name? What's his, name? His, his name is Hubble. Like the, like the telescope? Like the telescope. Got him. Nerd. <laughs> Says the guy who named his cat after a guitar player. But anyways, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on. And Josh, so we're going to take this a few minutes here. Let's just, we're going to catch up to speed. We're Or you're going to catch us up to speed. So starting, of course, the first episode that you, you missed that Cody and I gloriously stumbled through, Suicide Squad. So give us well, some, give some brief thoughts on the squad. Um, so I kind of just went into, I I saw it like two days ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't really know what to think about it. I have been completely out of the loop for the last few weeks. Um, and so obviously I knew it wasn't getting good reviews, but I hadn't paid that much attention to it post like the few first few days was out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I went in and I was like, all right, another DC movie. I like the Batman vs Superman ultimate edition, even though I didn't like the theatrical cut. Let's see how this is. And you know what? I'll, I think that Suicide Squad is a great movie for about an hour and a half. Oh. And then the third act is kind of not good. Um, it's kind of a CGI mess um, that's kind of just all over the place. But overall, I really liked it. And I liked... This is what I say. I like the, the Suicide Squad. I think they could have been in a better movie. Is that's what I'll say. Okay. I think the team and the characters are awesome. So you sound um, like you're in line with Cody on this one. I don't remember that episode. Fair, that's fair. You liked it, to my I knowledge. Did. <laughs> you did. You you defended it a lot. So I guess Josh, come at me right now. Say why I'm wrong about the things that I said on that episode. What or in what way? All I remember, screwed? all I remember is that you didn't like the Joker, for all the reasons oh, you said you weren't gonna like the Joker. No, um, well, I didn't like the Joker because I thought his character was terribly written. See, I'm. Well, here's what I'll say about the Joker. I'm not like in love with Jared Leto's Joker, but I don't like. I loved. This is what I'll say. I liked the character that Jared Leto played. I liked the character, but he didn't feel like the Joker. That is what I'll say. That's interesting. I didn't think uh, about that because there's one element that I love about the Joker that is present in every single Joker that's ever been on screen, and that is that he's all oh, he gets joy and happiness and glee out of the terrible things he does. And I didn't feel that at all with this Joker. He felt a little too serious to me. Yeah. Like, uh, there's that scene but, in the club where he's like, I he said something along the line of this honka honka. Or yeah, honka yeah, yeah. honka. Th that I forgot about that until I saw a gif of it on Twitter. And I was like, that, no Joker should ever say honka honka. I didn't, see, I, didn't, I didn't find any of the things he said or did. I just felt that there were things missing from his character. That I think, the, I mean, they, I think there was something like, Jared Leto was saying there was like 20 minutes of footage cut of him. And that there, he was pitched a different take or stuff. I don't know what happened in the editing room. There's a bunch of stuff I can go on. But 
Um, I, I need to see more of him in a more fleshed out, uh, part. You need to see him in a Batman Batman movie. Yeah. I think Ben Affleck could do a much better job with this character. If he's given the Joker. No, like, like writing wise. Here's, here's a thought that I just had. I haven't brought up on the episode, so I want to hear you guys' take of it. But I don't know. I don't really find... I think the Batman and Joker relationship is a little bit... And Affleck's first solo movie may change this and alter this. But I feel like it loses something when it's not the first time that they meet. You know? Like, we haven't really seen... Except for the Arkham games. We haven't really seen in a mainstream sort of outing from Batman a Joker that is he is familiar with. Like in, in every like in '89, they're just like it's Joker's origin story basically. In 2008, it's Joker just sort of shows up. So I don't know. How do you think that's gonna work? Is that, is that gonna change anything with how you perceive the character? They write it good enough. It doesn't I mean, matter. I actually I like that because it's it brings something new to the table. Yeah. Based on the movies. Um, yeah, I like that but... it's new. I'm just I'm worried if it's gonna be. I want it to be. I actually I just don't think it's gonna be better. Because really... it would, it would be kind of the same way they're gonna. I mean, maybe if they're if they, because the rumor is that they're gonna do the Red Hood story, eventually, and it would kind of be similar to the way they're doing that, where it's like that's not gonna have the same impact because we haven't seen Batman and Robin on screen in this universe, right. and it's going to later. It would be the same kind of thing where where you haven't seen Joker and Batman meet each other, um, so. I think it could be done well. They'll probably use flashbacks or something. Mm-hmm. But, and I don't mind that um, because, you know, we've seen the Batman origin story done a million times. So as long I, as long as it works, I trust Ben Affleck with anything because he's one of the best directors working right now. So if he can do it, then I'm all for it, even if it's not their first time meeting. Interesting. Uh, let's see. What other, what other stupid thing did I say? Not stupid, just unpopular. Just really dumb. Really dumb. Uh, let's see. Really, really bad. What did you think about? <laughs> what did you think about the letters scene? Which letters? Where scene? Uh, Rick Flagg gives Will Smith the letters from his daughter. Just pulls them out of nowhere. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I I haven't really given it much thought. Okay. What 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 didn't you like about it? I thought it was just so stupid and like, hey, I, by the way, I have these letters. That yeah, I, I can we have see not, that. We haven't established that I had or that you were missing. Like, it's just... Maybe that's maybe that's evidence that this movie was hacked to bits, which, I don't know. Yeah. You can... You're, it's fine if you look at a movie with some sympathy. It's like, oh, well, obviously this is... You know, this isn't... This has been meddled with, but... I don't know. I... I... Because I remember what you said. You said David Ayer made a good movie, but he didn't execute it right or something along those lines. Um... And then what I, I actually felt the reverse is that he made a the, bad movie. No, well? it's not. No, it's like he, they <laughs> took a rush because to me, it felt like it was very rushed because we heard that the script, they basically gave him the green light and said, but you have to have the script six done weeks. in like six weeks, which even I still don't think is that big a deal because people yeah. stuff in less. But, you know, some people need longer than others. It's whatever. Um, but anyways, they, I felt like a rushed script that needed more time to be you know, get some rewrites done and have more people look at it. And overall, I feel like it definitely was a movie in concept that could have been a lot better. But I think David Ayer, who I think is a really good director, did a good job with what he had to do in the time he was given. So, I think I said that he, he made a bad movie, a 
a bad movie well, or a well-made bad movie, or something like that. That yeah. sounds like something asinine that I would say. Um, what did you think about Enchantress? Should she actually? What do you think about her? And should that character have been the villain, or should it have been Joker? Just no. Eh, just no. She was bad. Should Joker have been the? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they could have used her, but she was crap. So. Okay. I don't know. I mean, you get you. There's really no uh, getting around that. It was just she was just crap. Like everything about that was. She just... looks good. And then, do you, does the whole sky hole argument speak to you at all, Josh? How the you, the last? You mean how there's just a giant digital CGI thing in the sky for yeah. the millionth time in all these superhero movies? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was just like. It, I I mean. It wasn't as bad, but this the third again. I said the third act wasn't good. The third act reminded me of so much of Fantastic Four, or just like things just started happening. It's always a good thing. Yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, at least like somewhat like cared, so it made it like more interesting. But like it just it was just like Enchantress is doing this weird dance thing, which is and it's not that's not as like I liked it. I thought that was cool. It's it's weird and it's kind of unsettling, but but it's like to me, I think it it's partly, and I don't mind that things are they're trying to go for the whole. Obviously, they're going for more magical stuff in the DC universe, and they're embracing the weird stuff, and that's cool. But it just felt like something out of some a completely different movie. Yeah, it was just like, where did this come from? And you can do that and do it well, but I just think that part wasn't done well. Um, and to me, it seems like a lot of the the studio meddling whatever was done was primarily during the third act. So I don't, I don't know how that went down. Batman was cool. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was so cool. <laughs> He's like, that's, that's exactly how Batman should have been in that. Uh, let's see. What other, did I have any other issues? Cody, do you remember? Don't we've established this. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> right. So Josh, give uh, give suicide squad a grade. Um, I guess seven and a half. That's not bad at all. Yeah, it's that's good. It's, it was awesome for a while, but then it kind of just filtered out towards the end. But Lost, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I actually like it slightly more than Batman vs Superman. All right. Well, final I question. Go that far. Now, <laughs> now I remember my question. Do you think that David Ayer handled the characters well, or did he try to make them too sympathetic and not villains, which is what the movie kind of. At least I thought was building itself and building no, itself as. I, I I kind of I mean, I enjoyed that part of it. I liked that you were able to sympathize with them. To me, that's what makes a because like look at um, look at uh what uh, Man of Steel. Like General Zod is like he's a dictator basically. He's yeah. a terrible person, but you understand where he's coming from and you, on certain level, kind of feel for him. Yeah, but the, like. My problem is that this is a movie that I, I you you at one point were said that it's it's gonna do well because it's it's so different and I what I the thing I kind of didn't like and didn't care for was that it really wasn't and didn't it really didn't end up being that different because they were even though they were quote unquote villainous characters they still tried to make them people that you can like root for which I think was a mistake but you don't think so but that's I think, see, I like that. I thought that was a good 
I mean, I don't see how they would do it any way other because then you just have a bunch of people that you don't like and don't care about and well, there's a difference. don't, don't there's, want to see succeed. Well, there's a difference between not caring about a character or not liking a character. Like, you can make Harley Dent. I mean, I like Harley Dent in the animated series, in Batman no. the Animated Series. <laughs> what? Harley Quinn. What'd I say? Harley, Harley Dent. Dent. Harley, Harley Dent. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I liked Harley Quinn in the animated series because she was a bad guy. <laughs> And because she was, and I liked the Joker because he was a bad guy. Whereas with this movie, I thought that they just they they went too far to they went they did too much to try to make them heroes. When I thought that they should just be left alone as villains, you know. I get that, but I didn't feel. I just don't feel the same. I felt that they were villains, but they were doing heroic things, which is different. I think. They obviously weren't happy about what they were doing. Yeah, it's like you could see they were still like. Yeah, I think they, Batman. They want to be. Batman's kind of a villain doing heroic things too. Well, he's he's a little he's doing him for different reasons. Technically, well, I mean, they're the ba- all every superhero See, is a villain. The villains in the movie, um, I want to run through them real quick before yeah, we it. finish this. But um, I thought the villains in the movie they were. That's the difference between them and Batman. The reasons they're doing it aren't good, pure reasons. They just, you know, are doing it because. They are basically forced to. to well, at to the end, end. They're, at the end, they don't. They're not forced to anymore. Joker's disabled Harley Quinn's chip, and they're like, "We're gonna do this together." Like, yeah, because that's champion. because they're working together as a team. They've grown to like each other. It's not that they're suddenly people that care about the world. They care about each other because they care about getting out of prison too. Yeah, yeah, and that. And it's like, yeah. even though I don't feel it's earned, it's that part where uh, the fire guy, uh, Diablo. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he says something calls them like a family, even though they've been together for like a day, um, <laughs> which it was completely unearned. But like the point of it is, I I like the point that we're trying to get across, even if it wasn't done that well. Um, is that it's kind of they're doing it because you know they don't really have anyone else, and they're kind of learning to find. They've kind of found each other. It's like the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they do have somebody else. Will Smith has his kid, and Harley's got yeah, Joker. But like for all well. That's but like they are learning to you know have each other because they don't have them when they're in prison. Mm, okay, I guess I can sort the of see family. It's like joining yeah. the white power guys. It's nothing like that. Are you sure? <laughs> I, I would. Uh, I don't know. If I those are villains. These are not like <laughs> <laughs> those guys are villains. Um, yeah. But anyway, just to kind of round out the whole cast. So Will Sh- Will Smith as Deadshot, I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, scene on the car though. Oh, yeah, like, bro, <laughs> he's a badass. Um, and it's just nice to see Will Smith like being Will Smith again. Yeah, um, I can't remember the last time he had like a big blockbuster movie come out and he was like one of the stars. Hancock, Maybe. probably. Yeah, Hancock, probably. Oh, actually, oh, no, After Earth. Can't, can't forget mm, that, that, that's classic. That, you don't, that's not even a Um, so yeah, Will Smith was awesome, and then Margot Robbie was perfect. I thought she was incredible as Harley Quinn. Um, the only issue I have with her is that she kind of slipped in and out of her accent here and there. Um, it was really noticeable yeah, and it was yeah. really distracting. Um, but other than that, I thought she was awesome. I loved her relationship with the Joker, too. Um, I loved the, every time. I think the Joker was at his best when he was in his scenes with Harley, which is pretty much most of his scenes. Um, and the overall, I just thought Margot Robbie's awesome and just she's one of the most attractive people on the planet. Like, holy crap. Um, like, look at her. Um, anyway, and then, you didn't, who else was there? You didn't feel like Joker cared too much for? No, I, I heard what you said. You said he, 
you were like thought that he hates her and it felt like he didn't in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I felt it was more of an like a obsession than anything else. He was just like he wanted her because he's she's his. It's like an infatuation type thing rather than more than a romance love thing. Uh, I don't know. He does dive in after, and they make out in chemicals. So I, I get. Cool scene. I mean, I don't know. It's a weird relationship, but I thought they did it. It's an interesting relationship. Yeah, but for the that's that's okay for the second time that you portray Harley Quinn and the Joker. But this is the first, and I feel like they kind of cocked it up. I don't know. Because like okay. like I said, back to the anime series. That's just a perfect. We just don't need to watch. It's. Yeah, start just start with like Mr. Freeze's episode and Mad Love, and then oh, go from you, there. You and you and Mr. Freeze. Oh my god. Um, More like Bay. <laughs> oh. um, so yeah, for everyone else, those were my probably the two best. But <laughs> those were the two main ones. Yeah, I know. But there was <laughs> one other that I at one point I was like, he might be my favorite, and that's uh, Captain Boomerang. I don't get. I didn't get him. I loved him so much. He Jack, was very funny. Jai Courtney. Well, I haven't loved him in the past. I thought he, I've never hated him as much as everyone else does. Yeah. Um, and he was amazing in this. And his accent was hilarious. I think it's his natural accent because I think he's Australian. Um, and just everything he said was funny. Everything he did was funny. Um, and he worked really well, I thought. Um, and then Killer Croc, I thought was good, even though he didn't really say much. Uh, but he, he was Killer Croc. Oh my, Killer Croc. I don't. I'm not the one to say this. You guys, you guys know that, but. That was one of the most racist things I've ever seen. <laughs> where he's like, I want to watch BET. It's like, that was pretty funny. What? That's so ridiculous. He's not black. I know, but it's like, well, well like he isn't, he is in the, in the comics, he is a black guy, but it's not like, yeah. he's not yak- yakking about BET and fried chicken or I know, whatever. But it's it's kind of, <laughs> it's just, it's, I don't mind it. It's funny. That's, yeah, the actor know. was okay with it, so I'm okay with it. Okay, just, I'm just saying, you know me, and it takes a lot for me to say that something is, racist or whatever because i'm pretty i'm pretty lenient but when you when you bring in bet and have him say that's hood or that's dope i'm like what <laughs> is happening right now what year is this is this 1962 like uh, okay. i don't know i didn't and then you have katana who i thought was badass um i don't remember the actress's name but she was really good um all six and, lines yeah yeah all well all two, two and, english lines and that's underused by the way like i'm not i'm not shitting on katana i i i know bat she's in the batman lore she's a cool character she's like a ninja chick it's awesome but eesh, this is not a good adaptation of that really i i really liked her. i don't know her, i don't really know her from the comics i don't know a lot of i don't know diablo or katana or i, I kind of know croc but not really um and the other one the one that died uh i don't want to say that i don't the one that uh the one that it's dies? Not, yeah, I don't want to say that. Just he dies. He's uh, he um, we're not really spoiling anything because he has no. He's a completely <laughs> useless character, so you're fine. I, guess. I think. Um, well, I won't say who it is, but yeah, he was he was cool for the minute he was in the movie. Josh, I would um, spoil. I was honestly, I'm trying to spoil it right now, but I don't even remember his name to be perfectly honest. Spoilers. It was a Slipknot. Slipknot. I was thinking Nightcrawler <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um, and then who else was there? You have Rip Flag. Uh, Joe Kinnaman, who really surprised me. I didn't think I really think like think much of him. He was really good. I really enjoyed him in the movie. Mm. Uh, I liked his little story he had going, or I guess not Rista, but like a little character, you know, arc type of thing. All right. Um, and then let's end this on Amanda Waller. So yeah, thoughts on Amanda Waller? And I have a question for you. I loved Amanda Waller so much. Really? I thought she was amazing. Why? What was your reaction to the scene where she 
just slaughtered all those employees at the tower. That was Amanda Waller through and through, and I loved it. It was. Has she, has she really? Amanda Waller is like the coldest, baddest bitch out there. She's like cruel and heartless. But again, this is kind of go to my argument of like Ayer doesn't know these characters where he was making the protagonist antagonist and vice versa. No, she's not a protagonist. She's well, like in this movie, she's she fits that role. I mean, you can she, bend it, whatever. I mean, they bent these they bent these roles any way that they wanted to. I I didn't think it worked out per se, but I mean, that's I was just I was shocked at that. I thought see, that was I, horrible. I I thought that was completely Amanda Waller. Uh, okay, all right. I just I've seen her in um. Uh, shoot, what was it? It was like, I think it was Batman Beyond or something like that. And she was a relatively decent character. Like, she was... She can be, de- like, in the... But this whole you... savage thing, like, where she just kills these people that, that, for no that, that. reason. It's just... On the on the surface, she's, you know, the, you know, the person who engages, you know, gets things done. But if she needs to, she is... I know, but I hate that. I hate that about her. I well, hate that's, that that's about the character. It. That's and I character. hate that because they're not they got to give me somebody to get behind and somebody's just like, OK, well, that's, you're coming from the right point. side. Well, they yeah, they had that. But then they tried to make the heroes all that's you know, the buddies. Point. That's the point. <laughs> I don't think that was the point at all. Like it's, they they made they completely cocked this supposed up. supposed to root for the villains. I know, but they so tried to make the villains good. heroes. So I couldn't appreciate them as villains. But they didn't. I couldn't uh, like them. I don't, as, know, I don't know how to. I, this is a. This isn't an agree to disagree type of thing. No, you're. This is. I yell at you until you agree with me. No, uh, <laughs> it's, that's fine. I mean, I think. I think we um, both. I think we both came into this movie expecting one result, and we got it, whether that's deserved or not. Because maybe I'm, I probably don't hate this as much as I do, but I'm still sticking by my guns and saying that this is a trash movie. That's okay. What are you gonna do? Not as much as he hates Civil War. I, I don't no I hate it much more than Civil War. Really? Yeah, this is my least favorite movie of the year, by far. Goddamn monster! Low turtles, get wrecked. Uh, all right, Josh. So let's talk about Sausage Party real quick. I know you like this one. I I don't even know any reason to say that. I just know that this you would love this. Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite movie of the year. Attaboy. boy. It's amazing. I love Sausage Party. Um, I saw it. Uh, was it last night? No, I saw it the saw it right after I saw Suicide Squad. Um, and I just this was one of the most anticipated movies going in, and I laughed the second it started until the second it ended. I was holding my stomach almost out of my chair laughing. The last five or ten minutes of this movie is one of the greatest, most terrifying, bizarre things that I've ever seen. And I loved every second of it. And then that's where we diverge because I yeah. hated the end of this movie. Why? It's so it's we're so gonna, fucking we're, excessive. It's we're gonna, so we're, unnecessary. We're, we're spoil this for a second. Uh, the orgy. It's it's that's what did it. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's <laughs> funny for the first maybe two minutes. That's why I love it because they just keep pushing it. They going they're going farther and farther and farther. Um, and they just they keep pushing the boundaries. And that's like what I love about pretty much the majority of this movie. This movie is a social commentary on so many things on like, and it doesn't hold back from anything. It, it means there's a lot of movies that like obviously take shots at, you know, race and racism stuff, but they kind of only target one specific thing. This hits everything. This hits every, uh, nationality, every race, every religion, every sexuality, everything. Um, all the polit, everything about political 
ideologies and agendas and arguments and debates and just society as a whole. And it does it all under the cover of making you laugh so hard <laughs> that, that it doesn't yourself. feel like, yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't feel like it's just thrown in your face because it's, it's very obvious, but it's funny. So to me, it's forgivable. And it's also a lot of it's really, you know, interesting and clever and smart. And overall, I just, this movie is amazing. This is one of the funniest movies I've seen in such a long time. I think this hands down Seth Rogen's best work. Um, and just, so, I, I, I loved it. It's, it's amazing. So better than Green Hornet. Yeah. <laughs> just check. I'll say, I'm just... I'll, say I'll say it's better than Steve Jobs. Oh, go. Oof. Uh, as a movie, it's better than yeah. Steve Jobs. As a, as a, for what this movie does, for what this movie is going yeah. for, and how well it does it versus Steve Jobs, I think it's better. Not by much, but it's I I enjoy it more. I think that they're I think they're equally well made and well realized. I like Steve Jobs better, and I just think Fassbender's kind of sets those movies apart. But that's fine. Like as far as it's the Steve Jobs of comedy. They're both, they're both phenomenal movies. I just Steve yeah, Jobs is. Um, that's funny but yeah just everything about this movie and you know what I, one of the things that made me laugh is not like a really it's not funny like while you're watching the movie but the music was composed by Alan Menken or uh, like the songs and he's the guy who did like all the 90s Disney music mm. and that's the funniest thing Pretty in the funny. world to me that's hilarious to me um, so yeah just overall I, I really want to see this again if I get a chance um definitely but i'm ordering this is one you know how i say i i very rarely order movies day one this is one of the movies i'm going to be ordering this year nice um i can't i it's amazing it's i love it so much it's brilliant i agree i gave it like a nine and a half cody gave it like a four i gave it an fuck you i gave it an eight and a half (laughs) i give it a ten because i took i took a point off for that last 10 minutes i can't remember (laughs) i can't remember what i took a point off what i didn't care for do you remember cody i don't I don't either. That's that's unfortunate. Because I love it. I think that's that's the best comedy I've seen. <laughs> Jeez, I don't. I can't even tell you how the last time I've laughed at a movie more. The last, the last. Like it's, the hardest, remember. the hardest I've laughed before this movie was the uh, was the scene in Twenty Two Jump Street where the where the Ice Cube realizes that Jonah Hill yeah. is with his daughter, yeah. and then Channing <laughs> loses his mind. That that made me that killed me. But I think this is one. This is like top ten comedies of all time for me. Like I just I adore that movie. Nice, 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 nice. Do you have a? What is your opinion on the head scene, Josh? <laughs> you mean where it's like where they like the very the ending scene where they're like it gets really meta? No, no, no. Before that, before the big fight. Oh, starts. oh, oh. When oh, when the guy get it's a spoiler. When the guy gets his head chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. We're just sitting there. Oh man, <laughs> brilliant, 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 oh, brilliant. God. And that whole like subplot of like him getting him. Uh, what what was the drug that he was doing? Which, by the way, I heard. I heard somebody. Uh, I heard somebody talking about this. They're like, oh, well, like you can obviously tell this movie was made in 2014 or whatever because of like the Bastos joke. But literally a day after our. Cody and I talked about this. That guy was on bath salts and like bit another dude's face off and like killed people. So I was like, "That's perfect. Great timing. Good bath salts." And <laughs> the best, the two best castings in this movie is one is Paul Rudd, who played the cat, the uh, guy at the store, the cashier. Mm-hmm. I when I found out that was him, I died laughing because I'm imagining Paul Rudd saying "Fuck you, weeders." 
<laughs> and it killed me. It's amazing. That's funny. Uh, but, like I didn't realize it was him. So I like until I yeah, found I out. Either. So like if I had been um, for him, I might have Edward Norton. Yeah, and then Edward Norton as the bagel. When I found out that was him, that was amazing. I want to. I want to see Edward Norton do more voice acting. <laughs> that oh, was he is incredible. The best. And the whole bagel uh, relationship with the uh, Lavash. Yeah. Lavash. Yeah. That Osama was, bin Lavash. That was really fucking <laughs> beautiful. Great comedy. Just like just like South Park. Highbrow AF. I I put it right on par with uh, Bigger Longer Uncut, the South Park movie. Oof, that's tough. I would go. I go bigger, longer, uncut because those are like my favorite characters in TV, and those songs just are the best. That, that movie is so funny. <laughs> probably oh the best. God. Probably the best musical since Grease, to be honest. Yeah, with. thinking about it, I'd probably I'd probably put that right above this, but they're very close for me. Grease right above. So, yep. Oh God. Yeah. Some loving. No. Uh. All right. Happens so fast. Any? You didn't get a chance to see Hunt for the Wild People, did you? No, that is playing nowhere near me. Okay, I would say skip it. I wouldn't. I would say go see it the second you can. That's uh, the one from the Thor director, right? Yeah. Okay. It was great. It was. It was mediocre. Great. Mediocre. Great. All right, Josh. So now, rumor has it, <laughs> word on the street is that you got a bone to pick with me. Apparently, so let's hear it. Okay, so it's not anything big. Um, so last... I killed your family. I went in yeah. and I went all Freddy. Which one's the guy with the dreams? That's, you're right, you're right. That's Freddy? Okay, good. And I just Freddy the crap out of him. I Freddy Hightowered. What's his last name? Does he have a last name? <laughs> Hightower. That's a football player from back in the day. It's Kruger. Kruger, there we go. It's good last name. What, what's up with you? What's up? You got, you got right, beat so... I've been listening. Obviously, I've listened to the last few episodes, um, and something you said at the very end of last episode, you were talking about Hush. Yeah. And you mentioned how I said that I don't like slashers or horror villains to have any motivation of any kind, and I just want them to be evil. Yes. I did not say that. Don't don't do not Donald Trump me right now. I did not don't, say that. I, this isn't a liberal spin. You literally <laughs> said that. No, I did not. What, what? I said. When I said that, I was making a reference to one character in particular that I like because of that reason. It's because they are the only character that is that, and that is Michael Myers. The reason he does what he does is because he's the physical form of evil. And that's what I was, I was making a reference to that. I was, not, I was not saying that I like every character to be uh, completely devoid of any motivation. What I was trying to say was that I think that by giving explaining a character too much you take away what makes them scary you guys smell that that's a load of bullshit <laughs> <laughs> no no i got i got, I got you i, th- I might have been just stoking the fires a little bit but you know <laughs> that's typical mason but no I, I get i get what you're saying i just that's that's honestly that's one of the main problems i have with horror movies it's just like why are you doing this what what are you getting out of this? And because sometimes, and yeah, insane. yeah, no, I understand. There's serial killers out there. They just, you know, I just do it because I do it. But you know, it's just, it's just something I noticed. Something I thought might be good to bring up. But what are you gonna do? All right, anything, uh, anything else before we move on? Oh, Star Wars trailer. Quick uh, thoughts on that. Forgot about that. It's, it's, it's obviously it's great. It's, it's Star Wars. Um, it's garbage. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Darth Vader. That's all I gotta say. Darth Vader. 
So do you think we're... I brought up in that episode that I think they're going to follow a similar trailer release st- strategy as episode 7, where they pick like a Monday night football game to put it on an ABC slash Disney network and then debut the last trailer there. Do you think that's going to happen? Well, they haven't done that for the last two because the last two were on completely dis- un-Disney-related networks. Wasn't one on like ESPN or something? Yeah, no, the, well, for both Rogue One trailers, they were both on... One was on like the Good Morning America or something. Yeah, no, then, the second one was on NBC. And then the second one was NBC, so I M- don't know... NBC's not owned by Disney. They're yeah. Not, they're not affiliated at all. Yeah, so I don't know if any third trailer... If there's, I'm, I guess there's probably gonna be a third trailer. I'd rather there not be a third trailer. There's gonna be a third trailer. I know. <laughs> no. Um, and I'm gonna watch it because I'm a sucker and I have no self control. You know. Um, but uh, and I hope they don't show any more Vader because I think we got the perfect amount. But I know that I'm kidding myself. Um, so here's my question, you, guys. Yeah. yeah. How do you think that movie has to end? Oh shit. They all die. Yeah, that's okay. Like I think everybody's on a ship. It blows up, and then, but somehow the things are delivered to. (laughs) One of my my friends made up a a pretty like. So you've all seen Alien. All the time. Somehow, like the ending of Alien, everybody's on the ship, but somehow Darth Vader got onto the ship too. That's, and just kills everybody. He holds the cloak in front of him, so it just looks like he's a, you know... <laughs> like a, like a, a like curtain a or something. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it just decapitates Jyn Ursa and, like, uses her head, throws it at people. Oh, that'd be great. Honestly, please, do that. Force, manipulates, force manipulates her body to, like, fight everybody. That'd be good. I think that'd it's be- probably going to end from the point of view of either Mon Mothma and Bail Organa or Darth Vader. Yeah, that'd be cool. So what if and, it ends? I mean, but to be fair, the only way that you actually can end it is by having Darth Vader Star Destroyer say, "Hey, we picked up this uh, fucking Tantive Four. <laughs> they obviously better, uh, more articulate than what I said. A little better but, dialogue. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm gonna write a movie. Exactly. Hey, f- <laughs> hey guys, get that fucking ten. ten to- <laughs> you gotta get that fucking star destroyer no it got it has to end with the with the plans being sent to the rebels and then he just looks up and is like no like do that again just that that one's just for me though but very excited like gonna hire james earl jones and whoever's in the vader suit exactly hayden christensen more than likely oh god are we ever gonna see him again that's a question i actually think he's gonna be in episode eight yikes that's would be terrible under the direction of ryan johnson i would be okay with it Okay, well, Ryan Johnson hasn't directed any Oscar-worthy performances. He's directed good ones, but nothing, nothing Liar. could save Hayden Christensen. I think he has. I, I think, I think uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Emily Blunt in Looper and the kid, the little kid from Looper. I don't remember his name. Okay, but all, I'll agree with uh, you on the kid, but not those two. They're, like they're great. That was a movie. That's true. That one episode would have gotten an Oscar. Fair. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I, I I bailed on that show. I'm sorry. I got I, bored. I got so yeah. bored. You got it. It's not. I don't find them interesting. But anyways, how, let's move on to game into night. Let's see. I got through the first season. What? Well, so you have to give it. More that's not even that. the best season. That's the worst season. I don't have to do anything. Do you want me to? Okay. What do I want? Me, do you want me to finish watching the Breaking Bad or the Stranger Things? Breaking, Breaking Bad. I'm gonna watch Stranger Things, okay? Okay. Uh, Let's move on. Let we're gonna do some games because games are fun and games make you happier. Run the theme. Game night. Game night. night. Derek better be on his fucking game and get that theme in. We got a new editor. (laughs) 
It's just, Sorry, I don't know. I, I paid 20 bucks for him off the black market, and it's I'm really disappointed so far. My Amazon review is, like, not even that glowing. Uh, let's fire take... Him? Well, him? 20 bucks? Oh, man. I can't fire him. I gotta get my money's worth. 20 uh, episodes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, so first up, we're gonna do a little game. Cody hates, but we're gonna do it anyways, because, you know, it's fun. Chronology. What? So bad. Let's do it up. So... Cody, I'm gonna let you pick first. Oh, you I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna, you can choose one or two. Two. You want two. Your actor is somebody who you're actually familiar with, which we'll get to later in the show. Jeff Bridges. Oh. Your films are The Big Lebowski. Okay. Tron. Sea Biscuit, and The Fisher King. The fuck is that last one? The Fisher King. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate you so much. All right. I need those again. Okay. The Big Lebowski. Okay. Tron. Mhm. Sea Biscuit. Yep. And The Fisher King. Oh my god. So what are you thinking? You got one. Do you have any any down? <laughs> any confirmed? Or... Well, I know Tron was first. Okay. Maybe. I think Tron was first. Um, Sounded pretty sure earlier. I'm, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ, in a hand basket. Is that a thing? I don't think so. I think the, it's Moses in a wicker basket, but you're close. So just. Okay, Tron, obviously got him. Okay. Um, sure. Shit, I'm going to go Fisher King because I've never heard of it. That's a lie. Uh, Lebowski is two. Okay. Fisher King Seabiscuit got him. So Tron, Lebowski, Fisher King Seabiscuit. Yeah, I lost. Yeah. Their correct order, Tron, 1982, The Fisher King, 1991, Lebowski, 98, Seabiscuit, 2003. What is The Fisher King? No one's ever seen that movie. I think it's it's somewhat popular. So I'm sorry, Cody. You you lose this round. No, no one's ever seen this movie. I think a few people have seen Fucking it. Fucking Roger and Ebert gave it two out of four. Well, then you get the point because that's no. I'm kidding. Yes. So Josh, <laughs> your actor is William Pitt, otherwise known as <laughs> Brad Pitt. Okay, I was like, who is this? Who the fuck? No, it's it's Brad Pitt's first name. I don't know why he goes by. Nobody nobody knows this. I well, I do. Am I nobody to you? I Josh! <laughs> okay. Your films are Fight Club, Ocean's Eleven, Seven, and The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Okay, so you said Ocean's Eleven, Fight Club, and then you said. Seven, and then The Assassination seven. of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. <laughs> That's a really long title. You're a really long title. Got him! Oh my god. Okay. Throwing I'm going to say... Because uh, I know Fight Club came out... It was Fight Club or Seven First? I'm trying to remember. Um, Pretty good question there, Hoss. It's, if only I could answer it. Okay. I'm going to say... Seven? No. Yes. Okay. Seven was first. And then... 
Ocean's Eleven. I feel like that was 1999, but maybe it was later. Um. Okay, I'm gonna say seven, then Fight Club, and then Ocean's Eleven, and then the other one that I the assassination one. You are correct. Yes. Got it. Seven ninety five, Fight Club ninety nine, Oceans eleven oh one, Jesse James ah. two thousand and seven, aka the worst year ever. Ever? I'm pretty sure. I lived through it. It was not a good time. Okay, my turn. <laughs> okay. All right, let's hear it. You are getting the the ever so great Mr. Paul Rudd. Oh, baby girl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. All right. Here are your four movies. My they four are. movies. Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Anchorman. Okay. Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. <laughs> There's six of those? There's Why? actually 13 like 10, of those. But... Oh, my God. No, they're 13 Friday the 13th. No, they better um, never make a Friday the 13th movie again. Friday the coming, 14th. Coming out next year. Friday um, the 14th, the Saturday strikes again. Let me and, just write this. Let me just know. And, and your final movie is Clueless. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, I've seen one of those. <laughs> uh, all right, let me hear them again. I'm going to write them down. Wait, which one have, have you seen? I'm not even sure anymore. Oh, Anchorman, of course. Yeah. You haven't seen Clueless? Oh, it's a great movie. I've never seen Clueless. There's one. Either. Clueless. What was the other? So I have Wet Hot American Summer, Anchorman, Clueless, and Halloween Six. Oh fucking. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so here's my logic. So, Halloween Six is obviously his first movie. Because, that's how like so many actors start is they just they take a role in some shitty poor franchise and then they become big stars. Hey, that's a great franchise. Well, at this point, it was shit. Okay, is that fair? Well, yeah. Okay, well, you know what I mean. Like, DiCaprio, Critters 2, what are you doing? Anyways, so I feel like that one's first, because I know, so I have that, I'm going to have that locked in. I'm going to have Anchorman locked in, because I was 2003. Clueless was early 2000s, if not even earlier, or late 90s. I just, I don't know about Wet Hot American Summer. I feel like those ones are kind of close, because they're both... Hashtag young person movie. Huh. Okay. I'm gonna go Halloween 6. Actually, no. No. Wet Hot American Summer, Halloween 6, Clueless, Anchorman. You are so wrong. Ah! Oh, Rex, Sham. You actually, your first three are, like, backwards completely. Oh my god, really? Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. It's Clueless, Halloween, Wet Hot American Summer, and then Anchorman. I guess I'm not a Paul Rudd fan as much as I thought I was. I'm sorry. I'm amazed you haven't seen Clueless. That's right. That's like kind of well, maybe it's not right up your alley. Um, what do you just? What do you think? What? You're a Valley Girl. I'm, I am a Valley Girl. No, it's a really good movie. I don't uh, know. It's it's similar to uh, that that show you like that I can't remember. Gilmore name. Girls. Gilmore Girls. Go fuck yeah. yourself. Anyways. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. We're bad guys. It's what we do. Shut up, Harley. <sighs> Just kidding. <laughs> Love you. You're the best. Um. All right. So that was not fun. Cody Told and I. Ya. Cody and I both whiffed. We're never playing this game again because I lost. Obviously. Thank you. No, 
hate that game. Josh picked up a point. So now, here's the game. Here's the standings, though. I have six points. George has five and a half. Cody has four and a half. So it's still pretty tight. So now, everybody's favorite game. Guess the movie. When does the contest end? When I say it ends. Star Wars, obviously. <laughs> a year later, fucking. Year. Until well, I. Well, I'm up to 15 points. Well, I've got six. Josh is eight, 80. <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay. So, Josh, since Cody started last time, Cody's going to start again. One or two, Cody? Correct, fam. One. <laughs> okay. All right. So, your film is an animated film. Shit. It came out in the 1990s. It is currently, though there's no official, like, hard and fast, like, this is definitely going to happen plans, it is set for a remake. And it features the voice talents of... Never mind, I don't even know any of these people, so we're just going to discount that. And it made... Over two hundred million. That dollars. doesn't help me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, think it over, mull the clues over, and then you can ask me a question later on. I'll say if I can answer it. Oh my god. Okay. So I'll I'll, re- I'll say those again, just so we're just so we're clear. Animated film. Oh, excuse I me. Guess. Came out in the eighties. My apologies. There. It's worse. Music it features is. is featured somewhat heavily in, in the film, and it is currently scheduled for a remake. A live-action okay. remake. Is it a Disney movie? That That's your only question. Is that... Shit. Get, fuck. God damn it. Um, Is that... No, do you want that to be your question? question? No, I do not. Okay. Sorry. I can answer. Uh, Just saying. Uh, <laughs> is it based on a historical event? No. So there's your question. I hate this shit. Um... I don't get another hint. I can confirm something. You know, just ask me and we'll see what I can say. Is it based on a book? Perhaps. That's... More than, It's more than likely yes. Yes, it is. Okay, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not going to get it right. Um, is it The Hunchback of Notre Dame? It's not it. Incorrect. I'm sorry. Josh, Ooh. any idea? I'm lost. It's The Little Mermaid. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that is based on a book. Yep. <laughs> I quit game nights, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I quit. I quit. There's no quitting. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. We'll see. We'll see what the stands look like. Okay, Josh, you're up next. This film. I'm gonna double check the release date because I just got burned on that. So I'm going to be super, super sure. Oh, that's nice. Came out in the. I'm sorry. It came out in the 1990s. It was arguably the first feature film from this from the director. And it features an ensemble cast. So it's 90s? Yes. The first film from this director. Arguably. What does that mean? It either is or isn't. Arguably. And what does that mean? Your definition of a feature. It Well... Okay, I'll say it's not. It's the second film, but the first film that this director made has kind of been lost on the wayside. For so, is it like a short film or just like a small movie that his first actual one was? It's a small movie, but this is the this is the movie that people are like. Oh, this guy exists. 
Okay, and you said it was the 90s, and it's an ensemble cast. Ensemble cast, yes. <clears throat> okay. Can you tell me the genre, the genre? Oh, boy. It's... Let's see. Uh... Yeah, I guess I can. It's a drama film, but you one could describe it as a dramedy. Dramedy. I think that's enough hints. Has this director gone on? Said that's to... enough hints. Uh, you get nothing else. This is so vague. He said, "Okay, he's had a, a relatively successful career." In, yes. Okay. Oh my God. Um. Let me think. This is really hard. All right, I'll give you one more question. Okay. Um. I do. I'm a little vague. I'm gonna make it good. Um. Make it count. Is. Are any no? Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying this. I really am. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna do it to me, so don't even. Sadist. Yeah. I'm gonna make yours harder. You guys want to come uh, over later and pull wings off of flies, or <laughs> <laughs> it's really like fun. Spiders pull their legs. Yeah, off. bring your bring your magnifying glasses. I hear it's gonna be sunny tomorrow. <laughs> Find some ants. <laughs> All right, Josh. One more question. Do you like this movie? Wow. Uh, see, I'm going to... No, the answer is no, but I know that that's not... You're not thinking of the right movie. But no, I don't really care for it. Okay. I respect it, but I do not... It's not... I've seen it once. I'm never going to see it again. Probably. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a 10 count momentarily. Shit. Sorry. But I'm not um, sorry. Ten, nine, five, four, three, two, um, one. Give me a guess. American Beauty. Incorrect. That's not a dramedy. What am I doing? That's a that's a dramedy. That's a funny movie. I laugh at it. Uh, the Cody, you have any idea? I have no clue. Boogie Nights. Oh, what? Yeah. Do you, you think you would have got... You, you know that? You've seen that movie, right? I haven't seen it. You no haven't seen, seen it? That movie. I've no. seen it. Okay. Paul Thomas Anderson. And by the way, when I when I said that he's the guy's been somewhat successful, critically, yeah. But like, commercially, eh. But that's okay. That happens. All right. Uh, Let me just... Okay, so it's my turn now. Yeah. All right, let's hear... Let's get it started. I hope okay. you enjoy this. Okay. Make it hurt, Josh. Your movie is Boy. a sequel. Okay. That has come out within the last five years. Oh boy. Nights and narrow. I like it. It is a sequel to a surprise hit comedy that has come out within the last ten years. Okay. Sequel to surprise comedy. It's not Twenty Two Jump Street. 
Because I've already, I think I've asked you a question about that before. Plus, why would you say 10 years? Because that came out in like, it came out in 11. But also, it might not be. Uh, huh, let's see. I, have a, I need a question on this one. Uh, does this film feature any Oscar winners? Yes. It does. Wait, hold on. Let me double check. Let me double check. Okay. So you go double Oscar, check. Oscar nominee for sure. I don't know about winner. Yeah, go double check Johnny Depp, all right? <laughs> okay. Never mind. I thought that would get you. All right. Uh, let's see. Huh. So it's, it is, so the sequel, it's a sequel to a comedy. So I'm assuming it's a comedy because when would they ever genre switch? And it's, it's Oscar nominee, not winner. He's Oscar nominee or she's Oscar nominee. Ooh. Oh boy. Uh, can you tell me what month this was released? I will tell you it was released during the summer. Ah, fuck. I feel like it's Jump Street. I really do. But why would you say 10 years unless you wanted to psych me out? <laughs> uh, hmm. I need it. Anchorman 2 is another thought. Okay, last, can I do, can I have one last question? Yes. Do I like to your to this the extent of your knowledge? Do I like both the original and the sequel? I don't think we've ever talked about it on the show, so I wouldn't know. Okay, we've talked about Anchorman. We talked about Jump Street. Fuck. Uh, shit. All right, I'm gonna say it. Twenty two Jump Street. That is incorrect. Ah, no. What was it? Wait, no. Ted ask Cody. Two. Ask Cody. Ask Cody. I don't know. You don't know. I mean, it was Ted two. Oh, it was. Oh, that's a good one. I did like I did like Ted too, but yeah, you're right. We never talked about those. Damn it! Wow, this was only one of us got one of (laughs) one of the six questions on this game night. Somebody got right. That's what I call a bust, boys. The fuck, guys! But so the standings are are as usual. Me six, Cody four and a half, Josh five and a half. So it's a it's a close ball. You're no no. I'm still winning. Oh, I said I have five and a half. No, I have six. Oh, oh, I missed. It's called math. Friendo. I missed that part. You did. You missed you missed a lot. You missed a lot of character development, as Cody likes to say. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good job, guys. Except for Josh. Oh, wow. One of six. I cannot believe us. We're the fucking worst. But anyways, fun Do you topic. like movies? I like some movies. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen a movie. I think I've seen like two movies, both just the Rescuers films. Those are the only ones. <laughs> I watched um, only the Guardians of Gahul. <laughs> I've heard that's the only good... movie I ever saw. I've heard that's good. So, that's movie. <laughs> moving on to the discussion of the day, gonna gonna do some fun and something that I think we all would like to get off our chest to a degree. We're gonna talk about our top five favorite actors. Hard list to to put together, if I may say so myself. Would you guys agree? So I think we should amend the title of this episode. Yes. To top five favorite actors, and then in parentheses right now, <laughs> because there's no way that it's gonna stay the same. Well, I don't know. I'm as, I'm. I think I'm fairly. Maybe your top two will stay the same forever, but I'm fairly more decisive than I think you guys are. Like I've like yeah. You, I've had the favorite thing. My my favorite things have been my favorite things for at least eight years. Like, U2's my, my, my favorite, favorite band, Batman's my favorite guy, Cats, like, I don't know, speak for yourself. My favorite things change, like, every other day, so. 
it's it's like every few months. Like my top ten favorite movies changes every six months. So it's like it's a pretty and not by much, just like ordering. I don't know. You guys just uh, you can't commit to anything. That's Here's why you're gonna question. end up alone. What? Who's your favorite Elton John? What do you mean? There's more than one Elton John? Oh yeah, eras. There's eras of Elton John. <laughs> oh oh, era of Elton. John. <laughs> uh, uh, I think 2000s Elton John was like he was in his skin. He just didn't give a damn. When he was lit. Yeah. I like 1970s Elton John the best when he was making all the songs. Making all the songs? <laughs> what? <laughs> all of his good songs were made in. You don't, you don't make a song. You write a song. He doesn't write his songs. Well, you whatever. Who Recorded. Who does anymore? These kids, I'll tell you. But anyways, top five favorite actors. So yes, right without now. further ado, Cody, why don't you get us started with some honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. All right, I got shit. Drop got glasses. Shit. I've got yeah shit all. I got four of them. I'm gonna go through. Oh my god. I know, and I added one as we were talking. So. I got, and these are all interchangeable. Right. Got Paul Rudd. Whoa. Because he's great. What? I love Paul Rudd. Ow. Um, Matt Damon. Hmm. Emily Blunt. Okay. And Marlon Brando. The Brandolino. Nice. Just because of uh, The Godfather. Wait, so are we doing just purely actors or actors and actresses? Actors and actresses. It's up to you, man. I did actors and actresses. Okay, I've, I was. I have a lady in there as well. Oh, I thought we were just doing. Because oh, I'm not a not. sexist pig. Josh. Well, I thought we were gonna do actors. I'm not a misogynist. Well, it it's you know that. You just just follow your heart. You ought to be on the right side of history next time. Yeah, don't be such a bigot, brah. Peace That's and love. That's how the Oscars do it. Be PC. You aren't. You really aren't that PC, bro. Social commentary. Woo woo. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna. I have a couple of honorable mentions as well. First up for me, this is an actor who I just adore. And the kind of roles that I like him in, it bums me out because he doesn't do them very often. Like, he's got about five roles of which that I really latch onto and can enjoy. But of the roles that he's done, he's brilliant. Uh, he's a wonderful father, dear friend. Michael Douglas, you guys. Not bad. Michael Douglas. Uh, I just... I. I love the guy. I mean, he's he's had so many great performances over the years. He was even good in Ant Man, believe it or not. Uh, when, I mean, he's great in everything, pretty much. But you know, stuff like the game, I like him in. Uh, I like him as Gordon Gecko in Wall Street. And there's a there's must be a couple that I'm I'm missing. But he's just I, I've seen him in a lot of movies and I've loved him every single time. He's always been one of my favorites, and it's just. Uh, it just goes to show that uh, hard work and dedication get you, can get you far in life. You can beat cancer and still smoke just because you're awesome. Go, Michael. Uh, I wait. You know, there was, I think, a while back. It was, it was revealed, I guess, that he was on a short list to play Michael Corleone in The Godfather. Mm-hmm. That is something. That is a the world. world would never have been the same. It's a world I would want to be in. Oh, also, the American president. I mean, and. A Perfect Murder is another great performance from him. Wonder Boys, which is kind of one of his off the off the wall movie uh, roles, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. I mean, he's just he's sort of scaled back recently, which sort of bums me out. But you know, from the from the performances that that we've had from him, he's just he's a classy guy. He's, he's getting old, but his dad is still alive. Kirk Douglas is kicking it hundred. So that's terrifying. 
Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Wait. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, I, how old is his dad? 100. Holy shit. Either he's 100 or 99. He's 99. He is 99. Yeah. Only, oh only a few God. more months to go until he hits the big one hundo. God, he was 28 Yeah, when he had the kid. There you go. There's That's math. math. <laughs> math featuring Cody Redfield. Oh, his uh, mom's dead. And he, that happens. Okay. And then my other honorable mention, I share it with Cody, Matt Damon. He's a good guy. And he's going to be on the top. He's going to be in my top five eventually. But what, he's in his 40s, something like that? It's like I'm waiting for his uh, Damon uh, assance. I think he's he hasn't gone anywhere. I think he had that lull in the. Yeah, not uh, that he's gone, but I'm waiting for him to just. I want it. I'm waiting for his next to the Martian. Right. I mean, just if you, you can just, he's got the laundry list of great performances. I love him in what Cody just mentioned. I loved him in the Martian. I loved him in all the Oceans movies. Jason Bourne is the most iconic action character, uh, new action character I'd say, because James Bond's still the big one for me. Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I hate Goodwill Hunting, to be You're honest with you. You're a monster. I know. I'm sorry. Wealthy. I hate that movie. How? I th- I think Will Hunting. Mason, Mason. I hate that character. I it's, really it's do. It's not your fault. I hate that scene too. It's not your fault. I despise that scene. It's not your fault. It is my fault. It's not your fault. I have no. I have nothing. I'm gonna break down crying about. Just so you know. Why doesn't he want me? <laughs> uh, stop it. Um, he also. Another great role for him. Talented Mr. Ripley. Super underrated movie that not many people talk about, but is just. He gives a. I think. I think that's probably his best performance, and it's in from 1999, which is pretty amazing. Of course, he's at the Bourne movies, um, The Departed. I mean, can I get a hell yeah? Oh, the Good hell. Shepherd, which is another really underrated little movie, and the, then uh, he's just been. He's been. He's been in this really interesting mode where he's becoming kind of the leading man while also adding credibility, I guess, to movies. And he's just—I love his career, and I can—I'm always excited to see what he does next. And that's, do you think he's gonna play Robin in the Batman movie? No, that's—I think I—I I think really that fun. I think when it's all said and done, he'll have a role in there. I really—I hope he does. I really do. Like he? Why'd you just say what I said? Oh. <laughs> like I could—I think I we brought up a, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, Cody. We brought up a couple weeks about how Hush would be an interesting character. Oh, he could play Hush. That that would be my oh, be ideal hype. casting choice because I mean that'd be awesome. those those are two characters you got to have a good chem, good chemistry between and who be who has better chemistry good. than the best of friends in the whole world? They still don't like each other. They love each other. That's what I'm gonna tell myself. They haven't been in a movie together in a long time, right? Yes, you got to stretch your stretch out your wings and fly like a peacock. Uh, Josh, your honorable mentions. Should you have any? Um, yeah, I have a few. Um, that means there's gonna be like 15 of these, so you know. Buckle up, everybody. Buckaroos. Buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> All right, Josh. Okay. Sam. <laughs> so I have four honorable mentions. Nice. Um, the first one is Liam Neeson. Oh, the big Al himself. Oh, really? He's he's. I love Liam Neeson. Um, still to this day, I think his best performance is uh, Schindler's List. Um, he's um, amazing. I, did, I misheard you. Did you say Qui Gon Jinn? No, no. What's I don't know what that is. Um. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, so then the next one I have is Andy Serkis. Oh, boy. See, this is why I can't do these lists. I forgot about Andy Serkis. Uh, okay, all right. I guess that, that I mean, he counts as an actor because he's been... He is an actor. But he, I, acts, I, he is Caesar. Yeah, his performance as I'll, Gollum, as I'll, Caesar, 
I'll go, I'm going to throw out a hot take here. I really do not get the big hullabaloo about motion capture. I don't think it's that. I don't find it that impressive. Well, when it's good. Like, how would they make uh, the Planet of the Apes movies, the new ones, without motion capture? No, I mean, I'm saying I'm not saying that it's not it's not necessary, but I'm in motion capture for performances. I'm just so detached from. I just can't. I cannot say. Oh, I like. There was a whole thing about how Oscar Isaac should have been nominated for an Oscar. I don't. I really don't see that. But that's. We'll we'll get to that discussion. I'm sure. Eventually. In our Planet of the Apes episode retrospective. Oh boy, that's a lot of movies I have to watch, but. <laughs> Josh, what do you have a favorite? Is it C? Are you a Caesar guy? Are you a Gollum guy? Yeah, I, his, him and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is my. Well, actually, I think it might be better than Rise. I don't know, but either of those movies, he's that's where he's at his best. And the th- whole motion capture performance is just, it's he's he can be more, he can do more with the character. I think when he's kind of because it's basically digital makeup. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite of his. And then the other two I have are Tom Hardy. Okay. Who's obviously great. Um and then Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah, uh, he, he was my, he was like my last cut. Shoot. And you haven't seen Zodiac either. Yeah. Uh bro, he's going to be in your top 5 after that. That's a peak performance. It's really good. But what do you like about uh Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Hardy? Uh well Tom Hardy, my favorite movie is his is uh Mad Max. No, take that. Yeah, Mad Max. <laughs> Um, what, were you, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say Warrior, but oh, I'm, going, Warrior. I was going, I'm going with Mad Max. What's a better um, performance though? His his a better performance in Warrior, but the better. I was gonna movie. say he doesn't really act in Mad Max. He kind of just grunts. Um, and then Jake Gyllenhaal, his best I think is um, Nightcrawler. Okay. <sighs> that movie gets under my skin. It really does. Me too. Point of it. That's so I great. Know. I hate. I hate how much it affects me. Maybe not in a good way, you know. That movie's completely unrealistic, by the way. But I, most people don't know that. It's just, it's my cross to bear, I suppose. But How do you know that? Because I work in the news. That's why it's a called a movie. Well, if you're trying to make yourself, well, get to that. It, I, my problem is, if you're trying to make, the, that movie's going over, above and beyond to be, like, super interesting, and or not super interesting, super, like, real and stuff. But it's just, it's not, it's not real at all. But that's okay. It's a movie. I can understand that argument, but I think it tries too hard to not be a movie. Uh, all right, Cody, number five for you. Number five comes in the form of a sassy little, is he German or Austrian? I don't know. Christoph Waltz. Woo! And nice. he's in there because I've never seen a performance I disliked from this man. First thing I ever saw him in was Inglorious Bastards, which is one of my favorite movies. And then Django, which was he's even better in Django than he is in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, so you like that performance more? Yeah, he's he plays a bigger character, of course. Okay. And was the I've only seen him like three movies, shit. And Spectre, which he was the best part of Spectre. So he's consistent, and I can't wait to see what he does next. Did you see him in those um? There's he's in like some commercials for like Expedia or something like that. And it's so strange. Oh yeah, I've like seen him in those long. um, the one for not not those ones, but the Game of War ones or whatever. Yeah, that's weird. He's like telling a story, and then this is what happened. He's not Russian. I don't know why I'm doing a Russian accent. <laughs> Isn't Game of War the one with Kate Upton? 
It's one of I don't know which one it was. Maybe it was shitty game number five. I have no idea which one it was. I just know it was a bad game. Cody, I think you're gonna like this. His next major uh, film is a movie called Downsizing. It's mm-hmm. described as a sci-fi comedy drama film. Oh God. It's directed by Alexander Payne, who's done some stuff, but it's plot summary. A man and his wife, who, deciding their fates have gotten out of hand, decide to voluntarily have themselves shrunk down. Unfortunately for the man, his wife backs out at the last minute. Starring Matt Damon, Kristen Wiig, Christoph Waltz, Alec Baldwin, Jason Sudeikis, and Neil Patrick Harris. Oh my god, when can I expect this movie? Uh, Christmas of 2017, so right at Star Wars. It's gonna be, that That December's gonna be lit, fam. It is. LOL. Lit. LOL. Nice. Rogue <laughs> LOL in there. Nice. Uh, <laughs> cool. Christoph Waltz. Good choice. Uh, as for myself, there's there's not much I can say about this actor that hasn't already been said. He has been, I'll just put it very simply, he's been in my two favorite franchises of all time. So how could I not, how could he not be on this list? It's Gary Oldman. As Commissioner Gordon he brought such a uh, just such a weight to these movies, and it's such a real performance for from in a, in a role that I think. I mean, this is the first time that the Commissioner Gordon role has had any meat to it on screen because Pat Hingle in the other movies was just like he might as well not, not have been even there, Gordon. Yeah. yeah, but this one, I mean, that's they Nolan especially he took so much care into making sure this character breathed and felt real, and Gordon in I think in many aspects Gordon carries the series just as much as Batman does. And he, he and Batman really go through... They go through their character arcs together to the point where I never thought that this the series needed Robin. I'm glad they didn't go that route, kind of, sort of. But Gordon is the one that I always go back to. Uh, it's my favorite my favorite performance that carries through those movies. I just think he knocks it out of the park. My favorite role from him, though... And also, Sirius Black... I mean, Josh, that scene at the end of The Fours in Deathly Hallows 2... When he comes back via ghost, that just it did that break your heart as much as it broke mine. Yeah. Uh, and the 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 fact that maybe I'm reading into this because I'm a fan, but I think he brought so much from the books into those movies that you can't really get in there. But I feel like just because he's such a great actor, he sort of does. He he hints at those emotions. He hints at those relationships just in such a brilliant way, and I love him. But my favorite performance of from him is George Smiley. In Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, one of my favorite movies. That is just, I think that's an all-time great performance, and he brings, he brings so many layers to the movie, and he's, he just, you can, I can't. When I watch a movie, I can never take my eyes off of him, even though I've seen the film six or seven times at this point. It's just, it's absolutely mesmerizing. Love Gary Oldman. All right, Josh, number five. All right, my number five is do a list up. Tom Cruise. Oh, all right. Yeah, uh, I love this guy. I don't care what anybody says about him. I don't care how crazy he might be. Do you love him enough um, to jump up and down on a couch, though? Yes. On national television, <laughs> like a fool. Absolutely. Do you love him enough yes. to convert to Scientology if he asked you to? That's it, boys. Uh, well, well, maybe not. I, I feel like I feel like he she needs to be taken down a couple of pegs because of Scientology. Just can we just agree on that? I mean, I don't even, I've never really paid much attention to those kinds of things that he's done, so I don't really, I'm not completely aware of, like, how Your Scientology. Josh, you give me $20. Just to say, you say I'm going to give you $20. Okay. Say, say it. 
Oh, loud vampire. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you $20. Thanks. Give me $20 more, asshole. No, no, no. You did it wrong. <laughs> um, so here, here's how Scientology actually works. Okay. Josh, I'm going to walk up to you and say, hey, you been feeling down lately? And then you're going to say, eh, I don't know. I'm like, hey, you want to test that out? Give me 20 bucks and we can see. Then you give me the twenty dollars, and then then I say I read your thetan, fucking whatever. Thetan levels, yeah. Thetan levels, and I go, yeah, you're super fucked up. You give me twenty more dollars, and I can fix you. And then just repeat until they're dead, pretty until much. Dead. And then That's sue how them. Scientology if, works. And then sue them if they say something mean about you. Which... And then and then the Lord Zenu will come down back to earth. So do you like Tom Cruise that much, Josh? I don't know if I'd like anybody that much. Harrison Ford. We'll get to that maybe. No. Ooh. Maybe. He was on my list for a while. But what do you, what's your favorite Tom Cruise movie and performance? My favorite performance is Magnolia. That's a um, good pick. I think he's incredible in that movie. There's this one scene where he's just he's just the way he's talking to someone and he's so intense and it's such a quiet performance. Is it the I'm but, silently judging you? Yes. Ah, brilliant. It's unbelievable. He's so amazing that scene. Um, and then my favorite movie of his, that's tough. I think it might be Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Um, if it's not that, it's Mission Impossible 5. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Um, but yeah, I, I think Tom Cruise, he is the definition of a movie star. Um, I think he's so just as a person he seems like such a cool guy um and fun fact he retweeted me once oh did he yep it was was the greatest feeling i've been retweeted by kevin smith like eight times (laughs) it's the same no it's not (laughs) this is is like being well i've been blocked by mike huckabee so (laughs) made it yeah i'm winner (laughs) no the actual challenge for you is to get blocked by the trumbly by jacob trumbly no, the, the Trump, that's Donald Trump. Oh, Trump, okay. I forget that people don't watch YouTube videos <laughs> like I do. Okay, sorry. I'll show. I, I'll link you guys the video later. And we'll have it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so Tom Cruise, good choice. Born in Syracuse, New York. Yes, yeah, he right. was. Never came back. Rumor, rumor is that his mom lives here, so I don't Let's know. Let's find him out. Let's, you know let's that, um, kidnapper and then force him to come hang out with us. You know but Josh, that, you know, what, Cody? You know that, that Viggo Morgenstern? Yeah. Aragorn from Lord of the Rings yeah. still lives in upstate New York. Hmm. That makes sense. Like people see him walking around town. Such a hippie. Uh, Josh, are you, are you looking forward to maybe seeing Tom Cruise do more Magnolia-type roles, like dramatic roles, or do you want him to stay in action mode? I want him to see him do both because he's doing The Mummy, which I can't wait to see him in that. But I also want to see him do, so, like, huh? Is he playing The Mummy? No, he's like the Brendan Fraser type role. That's that's never a good sign. He's telling me that this is a remake of. No, it's the a different movie. story altogether. It's a different story altogether. Um, Man, but he's the human character. Hmm. Um, and but yeah, I want to see him do more stuff like that. Obviously, more Mission Impossible. Um, but I also do want to see him do more drama. But I kind of also want to see him do both at the same time. Like I want to see him bring his more dramatic chops to those action roles. Hmm. Kind of like how. Uh, Brad Pitt did in uh, the zombie movie uh, World War Z. Okay, um, so he did give a performance in that movie. I don't he know. did. <laughs> he was great. That, that was the dullest movie I've ever seen in my life. That's a good oh. film. I like it. 
Yeah, Tom Cruise um, really doesn't have much coming up that is... I mean, his closest thing to a Magnolia performance is American Made with Doug Lyman, so... I don't know. I, I, I do hope so. I hope so as well, because he's obviously talented. I think I think maybe... This is conspiracy theory. I think maybe he's insecure about his dramatic acting abilities, because like, there's no way that he hasn't gotten dramatic offers, but maybe I think he, think he has he a lot of securities. He's, he's a great a very, Rain Man. He's yeah. a very humble guy from what I've seen, and he's very, you know, kind of, you know, feedback like that. So, All right. Cody, number four. Number four is a relatively new guy in my radar. His name is Donald Gleason, the, the ginger from oh, Ex Machina wow. and The Revenant. I don't know. I have not seen a performance that I dislike from the, this guy. Wait Even to, his character in Brooklyn. Way to forget Star Wars, bro. Yeah, that, he was in. He was barely in that movie. Fair. He played the best Nazi he could. <laughs> Jesus. Hmm, but that's so subtle. It's so subtle. Yeah. Um, no, I, I liked him. Like in The Revenant, he was he's really good. He's really good at giving subtle performances. Yeah. I think so. Favorite movie and performance. Favorite movie is, that he's been in. Yeah. Probably Star Wars. My favorite performance of his though is definitely Ex Machina. Oh wow. Hmm. I I preferred him. I thought he should have gotten an Oscar for Re- the Revenant. To be perfectly honest with you. He was great in the Revenant. Yeah. I think he was better than DiCaprio in that movie. Hot take. Oh boy. DiCaprio's like a nine and a half in that movie. Dumbbell's a ten. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited to see where that guy goes. Yes. Is there is there something that you specifically want to see him dabble in? I I want to see. I, not really. I've seen like, I like his indie movies that he does. Yeah. If you can count Ex Machina as a, it's indie maybe. enough. I wouldn't like, but like he was really good in Frank. Yeah. Which was an amazing movie. Got to check that out. Cool. All right. Uh, my number four is Kate Blanchett. That's my my actress on the list. I just think she's the greatest actress. She's the greatest female actress who's ever lived, and I think her best years are ahead of her. She just commands the screen so fantastically well, and I, mean, I guess her most recent movie, Carol, she gave I what I thought was an Oscar-worthy performance from her. Uh, I, I get why it went to Brie Larson, because Blanchett, she just won it. with it. That, so that's fine. That's kind of typical Hollywood politics, but that was probably my p- favorite performance of last year, her and Carol. She's just like I said, she's just such. She commands the screen so well. I'm interested to see her in, in Ocean's Ocho is whatever. It's, yeah, that's what it's called. Kind of. I get why she did Thor Ragnarok, but I don't know. And I'm not excited about that, especially after seeing The Dark World. If she shares so much as a f- scene with Cat Dennings, I'm gonna jump off a building. Cat Dennings isn't in it. Oh, thank God! That's the best news I've heard all day. Huh. Can you just say that one more time? <laughs> just say Kat Dennings isn't in it. Kat Dennings isn't in it. Oh, that's great. That's good. That's good. <laughs> keep go- if you keep saying it, something something magical gonna... might happen to him. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> you know that scene in 2001 where they just go through. The... <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna space... just come back as a space fetus. Yeah, pretty much. It's or gonna just... be lit. Or an obelisk. Uh, yeah. So Kate Blanchett, I love her. My favorite movie and performance from her is The Aviator. Uh, so, it's just so great. I, I encourage anybody who hasn't seen that movie to watch it. She's, again, she outshines DiCaprio in that movie, which is so hard to do, but Blanchett, like always, she pulls it off, and I love her. All right, Josh, number four. 
right. Well, obviously, I'm a sexist, so I have yes. no actresses on here because I thought we were doing all actors. Um, but my number four is Will Smith. Okay. All right. Well, not that at all. Yeah, Will Smith. I mean, it's like obviously he's a he's one of he's just a guy everybody likes. He's on everybody's, you know, one of the best. He's a favorite actor, but like I love the guy. I've loved the guy since I was a kid, from Fresh Prince to Independence Day, mm-hmm. um, to you know Pursuit of Happiness. Um, everything he's done to me, acting wise, he's never been bad at all. Even in After Earth, um, he's you know good. He's decent. He's trying. Um, that's the best I can say. But everything he does, he's just, I love the guy. He's amazing. He's, I think I can say he's the most charismatic actor on the planet. Um, and even just as a person. To be honest, Tom Cruise probably has has him uh, beat on that. You know? I don't know. I disagree with that. I think okay. it's Will Smith. Well, there's, there's, I think there's a difference between charisma and humor. That... I don't know. I, I think, I think he, he has both. Okay. He, just uh, I like um, what I like about Will Smith. He's not on my list, but probably would if I thought about it more. Um, is I like the range of movies he can be in. Yeah, like he can be super funny. And what's that movie I watched? Oh, The Pursuit of Happiness ripped my heart yeah. into shreds. Oh, bro, Super Happiness is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's one of the, the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so Josh, favorite movie I, and performance. Oh, this is tough. Um, okay, so I will say favorite movie. I was gonna jump right to Independence Day, but I gotta think about that for a second. <laughs> favorite performance. I'm gonna say I am Day Two. Um, I am Legend is my favorite performance. The painting was just he killed he it. He was so good. I am Legend, really. Yeah, it's my favorite performance. Um, hmm. that, specifically that scene with him and the dog. Oh, come on. Stop. Why would you bring that up? Dude, we just saw Hunt. Oh, wait, no. I don't want to spoil that. Never mind. I don't, I'm never going to watch it. Um, <laughs> and then the scene towards the end when... Well, this movie's been out for a decade, so sorry. I'm about to spoil it. <laughs> don't um, spoil <laughs> Do it. Uh, um, but uh, the end when he kind of he sacrifices himself. Yeah. That's only the pleb theatrical ending. Yeah. Well, that's the better version. <laughs> yeah, the I alternate agree. Ending. I like the alternate ending better. I, I like I like the I like that version better. Um, but okay, the, my favorite of his. Yeah, I am gonna go Independence Day. I was thinking about it. Yeah, I'm going Independence Day is my favorite movie of his. Well, what was it in the running with? Um, it was in the running with either uh, Men in Black, mm. Suicide or, Squad. Yeah, probably just Men in Black. Okay. To shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Cody, number three. All right, number three is a man that we've talked about already. One Mr. Gary Oldman. Oh, hey, nice. He is just, he's one of the most talented actors. So you said that you, you liked just the, the movies that he's been in, but nobody's mentioned how much of a chameleon he is. Yeah. When he makes these movies. Absolutely. Like... This guy, he can go from playing batshit crazy in Leon the Professional to, like, a smart guy. And I never, I still haven't seen Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, but I imagine that he's smart. Yeah. That movie. So, just, it's all over the place. Then he plays Sirius Black and, like, Dracula. It's just, okay, those two are actually pretty similar in characters. <laughs> but. <laughs> a little bit. You, you know what I mean. This guy has been in every, like, every movie ever made. And he's just. He's just great. He's so good. Mm-hmm. So if I had to think of it, my favorite performance that he's ever given has to be in Leon the Professional. 
Okay. Because have you seen that? No, I haven't. Josh? No. You guys should take a look at it. I definitely will after that recommendation. And let's see what like. Like in Book of Eli, I really liked him in Book of Eli too. Oh, he, that's an underrated old man. I love that. I have that on Blu-ray. I've never watched it. Oh, you should. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's 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 pretty quick. It's that's a good like late night movie. I think Denzel good. kicks ass. Good, especially if you want to just if you're in the mood to play Fallout Three but don't have Fallout Three. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> so favorite performances in Leon? Yeah, favorite, Leon. Favorite movie? Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one. He's been in every single movie. Oh, I'm probably it's probably Leon as well. Not Dark Knight. Oh shit! I forgot Dark Knight. It's Dark Knight. Okay, so <laughs> I forgot that he was in the Dark Knight. Right. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah. All right. Um, my number three is an actor who I share a birthday with, so I'm a little biased here, and I think, I think he's, I think he's got an argument, even more so than Brando, because Brando even was a little bit careless i guess is a good way to say lazy but i think he's the best actor who's ever lived number three for me is daniel day lewis oh yeah he, he almost made my list too and i'm just gonna say i know i'm not the one the kind of person to do ties but i really can't choose between his performance in lincoln and there will be blood i just those are equally brilliant performances in vastly different ways and the fact that he can jump from plain view to lincoln back to back is just mind-boggling to me and i just helps you at all yeah i would say uh, there will be blood i'm still tied i can't choose i really can't i love both these performances those are those are both yearly watches for me just because of that performance just because of those performances and lincoln to be honest is like every twice a year which is i love that movie more than i think anybody uh but my your milkshake it's yeah that scene at the end of the movie but yeah but to be honest i think there Will Be Blood is probably my favorite movie of the two, just because I love, I love the relationship he has with Paul Dano, and he just he's car- he carries that movie like I don't think any other actor has ever carried a movie. And this, yeah, if he wasn't as good as he was, that movie would have been boring as shit. It's two, it's two hours and forty minutes just heaped onto his shoulders. Paul Dano helps out a little bit, but it's it's all him. But he's not even in the movie for like half of it. Yeah, he's really he's not in that in that, that much. It's it's amazing it really is and i just he can do anything i don't know what he's gonna do next rumor has it he's gonna hook back up with paul thomas anderson for a new york city set movie about the fashion industry in the 50s i don't know what that's that's those are the rumors going around so we'll see how that pans out but i'm there no matter what he does if he wants to do a marvel movie i'm there that would never happen but i'm there (laughs) <laughs> he he's actually too good to be in a Marvel movie. He's, good, he's too good too good to be in pretty much anything. But I just I can't I cannot get enough of him. I love Daniel Day Lewis. I always will. And special shout out to Bill the Butcher Cutting from Gangs of New York. Another fantastic fantastic performance. Not in, in in a not as good movie, but what are you gonna do? It's that's fine. He carries it though. All right. Doesn't that movie have like Liam Neeson's in that movie for like five seconds, right? Yeah, and he and yeah, Liam Neeson and Daniel Day Lewis have like an axe fight in that movie, and it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. <laughs> it's a film. It's just brilliant. When oh, I want to watch that movie, just watch the first. Watch the first like hour and a half. Who is who directed that? Scorsese. Was it Scorsese? It's sort of yeah, thought. That, that's what bombed me out. That was I think it's a weaker movie, has but but his weaker movies are still Oscar bait. So exactly. 
Josh, number three. My number three is Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I love I love Hugh Jackman. I think this guy is. I almost feel like I'd say he's an underrated actor, um, but maybe not. Um, I think he's so amazingly talented. Uh, everything he does, he just gives it his all. Whether it's Wolverine or um, some other blockbusters or more dramas um, or musicals. Um, what about his he, best character from Chappie? Oh, God. God. Get out. He's a little jelly, aren't you? He's, he tries in that movie. That movie's um, good. I like that, that movie. That movie's garbage. I'm um, going to say it. I hate that piece of crap. Um, Relax. Not as, not as bad as X-Men The Last Stand, which is his worst movie. But um, Yeah, Hugh Jackman, he's amazing. I, I love the guy. I think he seems so cool and... Every performance he gives, I love, and he's the pretty much the best part of every movie he's in. Um, yeah, he's I love him. He's great. Favorite movie, favorite performance. Um, favorite movie is X Men: Days of Future Past. Okay. And then my favorite performance of his is a tie. I'm trying to decide. It's either Prisoners or Les Mis. Oh and really? I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards Prisoners. Les Mis, really? You like Les Mis? I love Les Mis. It's I mean, a great movie. Fans didn't I, like that movie. Okay. I thought it was amazing. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's your choice. Uh, prestige thoughts. Ooh. Josh. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's so good. That'll change it. That'll, that's a game changer. All that's right. probably my favorite movie that he's been in. Pre- uh, prestige and Zodiac. Those are the two movies you need to see, especially for the uh, these actors on these lists because they are arguably their those. His and Jill and Hall's best performances are in those two movies. So, but hopefully, let us know. Let us know. Cody, number two, who gets the silver? All right, number two is Baby Girl herself, Alicia Vikander. Whoa! Wow, she's high up. Hey, as much as we talk about her on this show, she has to be on the list somewhere. <laughs> At least on one of them. Fair. She's good. She is in in every movie I've ever seen her in. She's been great. The worst one she was in was probably Jason Bourne. Which is saying something because that movie was okay. It was mm-hmm. pretty good. She was the best part of it, other than Jason Bourne. <laughs> so nice, but her performance in that wasn't great. But just Ex Machina is one of the best movies ever made. I'm assuming that's your favorite role. That's my favorite performance and movie of hers. That's good. But I loved her in uh, Man from Uncle. Mm. That movie was fun. You saw it, right, Mason? Oh yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it. That dance she does to ah. cry to me. Cinematic Gold. But I, I highly recommend checking out... Actually, no, wait. Uh, I would say check out The Danish Girl, but just fast forward through everything that's not her. Because the rest her of, parts. Yeah, the rest of the movie is kind of garbage, but she's pretty good. Um, I'm very excited to see where her career goes. Well, Light Between Oceans, we got coming up in a couple weeks. Oh, boy. It's kind of getting a dump release date, but I think it'll be good. It's her and Fassbender, so can't go wrong there. All right, nice. Uh, so my number two... Oh, this is this one was tough because like my top two actors are, for the most part, interchangeable. It's just, but I had to kind of settle in. It's like, okay, do I want the more skilled actor or do I want the the most consistently great actor? So I settled on my on the skilled actor for number two. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh wow! I what can you say? He is the biggest movie star and. And the the best consistently working actor in Hollywood today, and like I said in an earlier episode, he has 
we we mentioned that like oh he hasn't really done a franchise kind of a deal. He doesn't he doesn't he doesn't star in big movies. He makes big movies like the movies. He makes he's movies in, big. Yeah, exactly. And the, it's a success as soon as you put DiCaprio on in there. He's a, he's a complete success, and he's made such great, such fascinating choices with his career. And he's another guy. He's just he the characters he plays are kind of in the same ballpark, uh, but. In many ways, they're just they're all so different, and he just embodies everybody, every role that he takes on. He becomes, in my eyes, he nine times out of ten he becomes that person. And I just, again, I'm always, I always want to see well, what are you going to do next, Leo? And the odds are he's going to top himself because that's just the kind of actor he is. He has so much drive, so much motivation, and he, I think he cares about his acting career more than we appreciate. And I'm just, I'm astounded by some of the things that he is able to do on screen i would say my favorite movie of his is catch me if you can because that's just one of my favorite movies and he just goes back and forth with some great actors uh as for performance my it's been for a while it honestly it's wolf of wall street departed aviator uh, catch me if you can. I mean, it's it's so hard to choose one of those those movies where I can make an argument for everyone. But the, I guess the performance that I get the most out of and that I enjoy the most because he's allowed to do the most in it is Catch Me If You Can as well. For those you guys have seen that movie, right? No. Josh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know the wider range of things that he's he gets to do in that movie. Yeah. And it just. It's one of the best performances I think I've seen in it. Of course, coming from Steven Spielberg, he I think he's gotten the best out of DiCaprio. Love Wolf of Wall Street, love Departed, but I think uh, DiCaprio's got this one, got that one in the bag. This guy's filmography right now. He's the best. He's the best. And oh my god, so much. Like Shutter Island is an amazing movie. Yeah, Inception. That's his big. That's his big like leading man movie. And Titanic. That's good too. That's very good performance. Pretty good movie. Django Unchained. Oh, Django. Oh man. Uh, oh, forgot probably. About I'm gonna go ahead and say he's probably the best Tarantino villain. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. I'd still go. Uh, oh, but a movie Landa. with Hans Landa and Calvin yeah. Andy. Jesus. But like he's he's just making the rounds of the greatest directors of the current generation. Oh, absolutely. He's got Spielberg. He's got Tarantino. Nolan. Scorsese. Scorsese. Like who else is there for him to work with? Is there anybody I'm missing? That like is one of the best directors of all time. I, I can't. Uh, he's pretty Tommy much so. Ridley, Ridley eh, maybe not Ridley Scott, but you know he's. Let's get him in the Alien prequel. Yeah, he's just David Fincher. Yeah, there we go. Oh boy, he's got it. Oh Fincher. God, give me that now. Please, please, please. Give me a movie. I want to see him in a movie that's written by Sorkin. Fuck. <laughs> that Fincher, DiCaprio, and Sorkin. You no, know DiCaprio movie. was originally supposed to play Steve Jobs. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's. That keeps me up at night, to be honest with you. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know about a that. Sorkin, yeah, it a, worked out for the better. In we'll never know. So maybe never know. Both him, both him and Bale were in the role. Before. I think Bale would be terrible. I don't know. I, I I'm more, so glad that didn't happen. I don't know. I just wish he would give the whole performance as him getting pissed off at the light guy. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you. I am not going to mention the Apple II. I'll knock your fucking Apple II's lights out. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Christian Bale's... Yeah, that, I'm glad that didn't happen. Whew, that would have been a train wreck. Uh, but yeah, 
So I guess uh, my perfect movie is a sci-fi film directed by David Fincher, starring DiCaprio, written by Aaron Sorkin. Oh, there you God. go. Hollywood, get to it. Uh, <laughs> Josh. Maybe the perfect recipe. Don't fuck this up. Do not fuck this up. Josh, your number two favorite mo- or favorite actor of all time. My number two is the same as yours. It's Leonardo what? DiCaprio. What? Oh, yep. oh, nice. <laughs> so that's why you were so quiet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll get. We'll dive in. What? Um. Yeah. I'll. I what what do I need to say that hasn't been said? It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Like the dude is, but he was he's made of talent. He's uber he, talented. Am he's, I right? He does everything he does. He does better than most other people on the planet could ever dream of doing it. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. I love the guy. I still don't think he's deserves the Oscar that he won. I think that every time he's been nominated for an Oscar, there's been someone better than him in that year. But he's an Oscar-worthy actress, but what? as a whole, actress, actor, sexist. Something that we don't wow. know. Wow, I'm losing my mind. Today. His next role, an Oscar-worthy actor. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner biopic. Let it happen. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Thank you for that. Anyway, he's he's great. He's can do heavy drama. He can do crazy fun. He can do action he can do romance he can do uh what he what i don't even know how to describe what he did in gilbert grape um he's so incredibly talented he's so he's such a versatile actor Mm -hmm. um and i I love the guy to death um my favorite movie of his is inception okay and then my favorite performance is uh uh i'm gonna go with uh calvin candy from Jingle and Chain. Good choice. Yeah, he's he's amazing in that. So much fun. <laughs> yeah, can't can't argue with you there. All right, Cody, the time has come. Right, Your number one favorite actor. I thought it was Paul Rudd, so I have no idea what this one's gonna be. <laughs> so Paul Rudd. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Paul Rudd that makes me love him so much. It's his face. It's it's, it might be his face and his personality. I'm just in love with him. Cody Cody Redfield's favorite actor of all time right now is Michael Fassbender. Whoa, okay. He is one of the best consistently act the best actors consistently. Mm-hmm. Like he was by far the best part of that one movie that everybody hates except for you and me. Prometheus. Prometheus. <sighs> yeah. Bro. His scene in Inglorious Bastards is it's so good. <laughs> it's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. It's a great uh, scene. Like I'm going through his <laughs> His movies right now, his uh, Magneto. I like him better than Ian McKellen as Magneto. Yeah, I'll tell you, Cody. I, I'm beyond level with you here. As soon as I see Snowman, and I know he's gonna be great in it, he's gonna be in my top five. He'll have to bump out Gary he's got, Oldman. He's got to like because that's I'm so excited for the Snowman. Between that and Steve, jo- if 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 his only movies were Steve Jobs and the Snowman, he'd be like top five. But just everything else is just a bonus. I mean, oh, <laughs> God. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, it's just everything that he's been in is just, maybe not everything that he's been in, but everything that I've seen. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that he was in 300? Yeah, don't, I, it's been I a while. Like I remember that. He has he's the one that cuts off that guy's hand. Yeah, I remember. Fight and shade. That guy. Because mm-hmm. they all have British accents for some reason. I, me- I remember when I saw that, I like I noticed he was before kind of, but it was before I kind of seen more of his movies. I was like, he looks kind of familiar. That guy looks like he should be famous. <laughs> guess what? He was. <laughs> yeah, Cody, you gotta you gotta check out Macbeth. 
I almost bought it today. Change your, truth. That'll change your life. I it's think that's ten dollars on Blu-ray at Best Buy. Shit, that's good. All right. Uh, cool. So let me go through my my favorite performance. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, I think it's it's the same movie. It's Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is by far his best movie. Yeah. Hard. It's just I almost bought that as well. <laughs> then I remember that you gave me the, your digital copy, so I don't have to. There you go. Nice. Uh, so. My favorite actor of all time. I'm there. He's gonna be. He will never be topped. Because he just holds such a special place in my heart, and I just I think he's the most consistently great actor, probably who's ever lived. Probably so. It's Tom Hanks. My favorite actor is Tom Hanks. It's always gonna be Tom Hanks. He's just it's. I think the reason I love him so much is he plays the everyman to the perfect degree every single time he's in a movie, and he he changes it up just enough in his career. Like he does just enough different things to, for me to be able to to truly appreciate just the immense talent he has. Like, I mean, I'll just I'll run through some of the highlights here. Forrest Gump. I know people people like to shit on that movie. I think it's amazing. I, I people think... like to shit on that movie. Yeah, yeah, because it's not good. What are you talking about? I think it's overrated. How it's it's an amazing movie. It's it's a great. I appreciate it for what it did and a lot of things, but I think it's really not that great. Oh, it's, I I can't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's such a great movie. Well, for for history nerds like Cody and I, it's a great yeah, movie. Okay, but yeah, we'll have to talk about that eventually. Uh, yeah, so Forrest Gump, Philadelphia is another great performance. Apollo, th- Apollo 13. I mean, listen to this run. Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13, Toy Story, That Thing You Do, Saving Private Ryan. Like, are you kidding me? That's amazing. But I, I love all those. That Thing You Do especially, super underrated movie. He directed it and wrote it. Toy Story 2, Green Mile, Castaway, Road to Perdition, Catch Me If You Can, The Polar Express, which is underrated, I think. Da Vinci Code. Uh... Let's see. Yeah, a little bit of a dry spell there. Angels and Demons, great. <laughs> Toy Story 3, great. Cloud Atlas, love it. Captain Phillips, give me more. So good. Saving Mr. Banks is great. He's great in Bridge of Spies. And he, I think he's going to be really good in Sully. He's got Inferno coming out, which I'm excited for. He's doing The Circle, which is a real, looks like a really interesting sci-fi movie. Just Tom Hanks, he's... I just... I can't... I just can't convince myself that he's not my favorite actor. He's the one, he's the guy that if I'm, if I want to watch a movie and if I just, if I look at my Blu-rays, odds are I'm going to pick something with Tom Hanks just because he just makes me so happy. And I I love him. I I think he's a great actor. He can do just about anything. And I'm always excited to see whatever he does next. Uh, My favorite performance from him is in Castaway. That movie just breaks my heart, and it speaks to me on... It's so spiritual without shoving anything down your throat. And I think, much like Daniel Day-Lewis, he carries that movie on his shoulders. and it Without him, it does not work. Um, I just can't... I appreciate that about him. And then, uh, much like DiCaprio, Catch Me If You Can is my favorite movie of his. So, there you go. All right, Josh. Your favorite actor of all time right now is... The same as yours. Shit, bro. Oh God. <laughs> Dude. Again. Wow. Uh, yeah, Tom Hanks. He's my favorite actor of all time. Always has been, always will be. Um, Boomski. He's, I mean, everything you said. He's, <laughs> he's the greatest. I, the dude is just 
he's done so many different types of things. He's so talented. He bring he's phenomenal in everything he does. Uh, I can't think of any movie he's ever phoned it in on ever. Um, I think he does just incredible work. He's to me he's the single greatest actor that's working today and has come across us in the last several decades. He's he's amazing. He's my favorite actor. I love the guy. Um, my favorite performance. I was gonna say Hastaway, but I'm also, but you already took it. So, oh, what's your favorite performance? Your favorite performance. And, I mean, um, all right, then what's your second favorite performance? Uh, uh, it was between that and Captain Phillips. Not Buzz Lightyear. He doesn't play Buzz Lightyear. Oh shit, that's right, Woody. Sorry, I, I always get those <laughs> mixed up. Sorry, idiot. I always um, get those mixed up. <laughs> Tim Allen, you know, came close, but well. um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm. Uh, no, I'm also gonna go Castaway. Nice. Yeah, Castaway. He's just he's he's that's one of the best performances of all time. And favorite movie is Forrest Gump. So good, good, good. No, uh, favorite movie is Toy Story three. Sheesh. All right, all right. You guys remember Apollo thirteen? Apollo thirteen's yeah, great. Yeah, Apollo thirteen's amazing. Oh, so God. fun. I'm looking. I'm looking through pictures of Tom Hanks. <laughs> so fun. And ah. I just saw an ensemble picture of um, Apollo thirteen. Yeah, but you're an American for not loving Forrest Gump. Just straight up, you basically I, say you like Tommy. That movie is American history. We'll talk movie. about that. No, we'll talk about that on our top five movies we hate, but everybody else loves. So, look forward to that one. <laughs> All right, interesting. So, Cody, the hell's your problem? Uh, completely Whatever. ruined. I, I love my answers. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, watch, watching, reading, listening to. Uh, for this week, interesting discussion there. A uh, couple mo- just two things I want to talk about and get Josh's take. Actually, both of your takes on them individually. Hell or high water. Ugh. I saw this movie a couple days ago, and I told you guys uh, how mu- how great I thought it was. I stand by that. It's grown on me since I've seen it. It's it's my third favorite movie of the year so far, and I I, in- I think it might climb a little bit. I don't know if it's gonna take overtake. Uh, everybody wants some, but ugh. Maybe, I might need, I might need to see it again at Cinemapolis. What's your number one right now? Everybody wants some. Oh. Yeah. Don't yeah, I answer. hope that movie. I want to see it again too. I I saw it earlier today. Yeah. But you did you like it? Oh, I loved it. Nice. It was so good. It was one of the most tense movies I've seen in a very long time. Yeah. It's and all of the bank robbing scenes was just oh my god. Especially the, I think it's the third one. Yeah, oh, bro. It's the last one that they do with the cell phone. Oh yeah. And it's and it's great because I, I won't spoil. But when they come out of the bank, and it's just the, you know, what I'm talking about. Cody. I know exactly what you're talking about. That was then, so. That was so Texas. The <laughs> best scene though, came directly after that. I think I know which. which I think you know which scene I'm talking about. The eye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that that, that scene insane. killed me. It was so good. It was so good. And like, it takes a lot, especially in this day and age. It it takes a lot for me to get genuinely affected, like viscerally, by gunfire. But this movie had that, and just the tension in this movie. There's not been, I've not seen better tension in years. Like I don't, I, I can't remember the last. Like I guess maybe Captain Phillips was the last the tensest movie I've seen since this it's or at least it's got to be really close maybe I just think so of Captain Chris Phillips. Pine was good Chris Pine, Chris was, Pine was great was good but I think the real the real star of this movie was uh Ben Foster 
Yeah, when he came out of the when he came out of the truck with the machine gun. Oh, that was hype. That was the dopest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh wow, was, that was intimidating as hell. I loved it, Cody. What, what grade would you give that? I'm gonna give that a probably nine and a half. I go ten on that one. I've just it's I loved it when I saw it, and it's only gotten better in my mind. I so need to see it again. I think I missed a pretty uh significant scene when I went to the bathroom. Oh, but... Okay, yeah, I think you might have. Uh, and the other thing that I've been waiting for Josh to talk about, hopefully he's read it. If not, no big deal. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Josh? I, I have not gotten to read it yet. I have not gotten to read it yet. Uh, then we'll, we'll save this conversation for another time, but I have issues with it. I don't think it, it doesn't really belong. It doesn't deserve to have Harry Potter associated with it, but there's some Savage. interesting... There's some interesting ideas, some interesting themes. So Josh and I will get into that in a later date. But uh, those are my initial. The, the main thing I've heard is that it feels like fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's been what's thrown around, and I, I can't disagree with that too much. But Ooh, wow. we'll see. Cody, watching, reading, listen to. Where Hell or high water was mine. I've got nothing. Okay, cool. Josh. Well, I was gonna talk about Suicide Squad and Sausage Party, um, <laughs> but that we already covered that. Um, what else have I seen or done? I don't. I haven't really done much. That's okay. All right. Well, then we'll 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 call it here, okay. and we'll say so long for now. Uh, next thing you can uh, expect from us looks like it's going to be the light between oceans, depending on our on our vote. Mm, I don't know about the that. Next movie coming out. Yeah. That is coming out. September second. It's, it's either that or Morgan. Oh shit. We we could maybe toss toss one. We of need the to talk out. about that, or just do a double episode. You never know. Yeah, that might be fun. But let um, us know in the comments. Yeah, we'll we'll figure we'll figure that out at a later date. But uh, until then, follow us at underscore realflix on Twitter. Send us an email realflixpodcast at gmail dot com. And as always, leave one of them's iTunes reviews. Uh, what's your favorite? Who is your favorite actor? And hint the the answer is Christopher Walken. And thank you. Can I get some credit for my restraint for not having Christopher Walken as my number one? You should have had Christopher Walken as your number one. I don't know why you, you just missed the cut. Put a put a fucking pleb like Tom Hanks on there. Yes, a pleb. Just, he's not, not a even good, He's not even a good actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> uh, but until next time, take it easy, you guys. Bye. Later. Skadoosh.